0: Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch took the podium Wednesday to give their off-season kickoff press conference and had some interesting things to say, especially about the quarterback position for the 49ers. Trent Williams hinting at retirement. Jimmy Ward going scorched earth on IG Live. All that more coming up on today's Locked On 49ers. You are Locked On 49ers. Your daily San Francisco 49ers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Locked on 49ers, Brian Peacock and Eric Crocker with you once again at BD Peacock at Eric underscore crocker. Thanks everybody for making us your first listen on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode is presented by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. Pick two to six players. If they score more or less than their prize picks projection, you can win up to 25 times your money on your entry. First time users can receive a 100 percent instant deposit match up to 100 dollars with promo code locked on. That's prizepicks.com. Promo code locked on. Some interesting nuggets today. And never a dull offseason, Croc, especially when it comes to the quarterback position with the San Francisco 49ers. First of all, I want to address there was some like erroneous reports out there about Tommy John surgery for for Brock Purdy. That was just like some, you know, it just got amplified. It was like some guy who was on, I think it was on Dan Patrick or some radio show. It was just a random doctor. Hadn't seen the MRIs that said, oh, it's probably Tommy John or something. And I think people started, took that and run with it. I saw a ton of people saying, oh, Brock Purdy's having Tommy John. It's like, no, no, there was no official report about that. I think we're still waiting on some information on the, the, the second opinion from Brock Purdy with some independent doctors about what the path is. So who knows? Maybe Tommy John's still on the table, but that's certainly not been the report as of yet in the San Francisco 49ers, judging by John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan, certainly operating under the assumption that it's the, the the first reported surgery possibility where it's a six month recovery time for Brock Purdy. But then there was more interesting things beyond that, that John and Kyle said, and I think we got to start with the comment about, trey lance's injury and trey lance is scheduled to be ready for you know phase three or phase two or whatever it is i forget what the phases are i don't think kyle shannon even knows what the phases are um but basically by otas when they're actually doing football work on a field somewhere right before the draft i think uh, it's gonna be fine for for trey lance to be out yeah. there you know it he
1: sounds be- like he'll be 100 cleared.
0: yeah he'll be good. like so- there's no
1: build up there's no it's like he's ready to go
0: Right, so Trey Lance is QB1 for the offseason until Brock Purdy comes out, until further notice, until something else crazy happens, which who knows what will happen with the 49ers. You can't really ever 100% rule anything out because, as we know, we don't know if anybody's going to be alive Sunday. (laughs) So, But one nugget that it was actually John Lynch that said about the health of these quarterbacks, and he made it sound like Trey Lance is more injury-prone than than Brock Purdy, and and really we've never even heard him say that about Jimmy Garoppolo, who's been the most injury-prone quarterback the 49ers have had in a while. I thought that was very strange, and I don't know if we're looking too much into it, which we probably are here in the offseason, but, Crock, what would you think about that comment from John Lynch?
1: Yeah, I mean, they've all been hurt. You know, Trey Lance, he's at limited playing time, and maybe it's just the over the shortest time, I guess, right? Because look at when his injuries happened. The first one banged Disney up and then was gonna likely miss the next game. And it sounded like he was scheduled to start, right? Like that next game against the Colts in 2021. And then uh, he had the little finger injury in that preseason. And then obviously uh, this year he broke his ankle and that happened and it wasn't a whole lot of games in between those things happening. But Jimmy Garoppolo with the 49ers, he did start five games and then three games into the next season tears his ACL. And we've seen his injury history up and down with the 49ers. He's at one healthy year. And now you got Brock Purdy who had the oblique injury and was playing with a lot of pain. So that's a quote unquote injury. Mm-hmm. And that happened in his first start, which guys get banged up all the time. right? And then now it's not like he's played an entire season. We're talking about what, six, seven games uh, into you know starting or eight games, however long it is, Yeah, he messes his elbow up to where he can't he's not he can't do anything for six months or at least the, the build-up right and that was the way kyle shanahan explained it the three months rest and then you got the three-month build-up and then he'll be good to go but i mean that's a six-month injury so to me it just sounds like they're all in they're all injured they all have to prove that they can stay healthy and he kind of singled out trey Lance.
0: yeah it's it's par for the course too but i guess i guess when you consider that brock purdy only had one minor and one major injury in eight games, maybe that is longer than Jimmy Garoppolo and and Trey Lance. So who knows? Maybe he's an Iron Man if that's the case. But, you know, he, he was a lot more If you're
1: playing college. for the 49ers, that, that is considered, considered an Iron Man at
0: that position. Right. And then so, which begs the question, why are 49ers quarterbacks getting hurt so much, right? And, of course, Kyle Shanahan was asked this question. And it's funny because the season ended just like it started. This, these were the questions in week two for Kyle Shanahan, which is probably why he was so short with his answer. And sounded so annoyed with that question. It's the same story now as he kicks off the off season to end the 2022 season proper. And basically, his his response was um, basically his response was Yeah, it's not, it's not me. It's not all. It's not the office." He told
1: someone to use common sense.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have the quote right in front of you. He was he was short with his answer, and he basically said, "Yeah, you see what it looks like." when we just hand the ball off every time we didn't get any more quarterbacks hurt in the NSC Championship. <laughs> uh, which is a great point, but clearly Kyle Shanahan is putting at, at the very least, he, he has to acknowledge. And, and this goes back to the question. We talked about this, uh, what, a couple days ago, maybe it was yesterday. I don't even remember anymore what day it is to be honest with you. Uh, we are in February now. I know that. And, uh, I, you know, I said, you can't really put this one on Kyle Shanahan. This is the offense he runs tight ends get singled up in in pass protection sometimes with the play action passing game it has been has, has been illustrated by a lot of you know people but there are coaches who have worse passing games worse play action passing games that don't ask their tight ends to block one on one with a really stud pass rusher right and so do you pick your spots more Croc? That's sort of the question here. You can't be surprised that one of the outcomes with Tyler Croft blocking single singled up one-on-one blocking Hassan Reddick, that one of the things that could happen is your quarterback gets absolutely destroyed. That's one of the things that can happen, right? And it's probably less likely if you have an offensive tackle or if you have a chip or a double team or there's a number of number of things you can do, right? Maybe your play action is less effective, but it does make it more likely your quarterback gets hurt. And going back to the Trey Lance thing, It absolutely does make your quarterback more likely to get hurt if he's carrying the ball, right? If he's carrying the football, especially getting sandwiched between 300-pounders and 250-pounders. So you can't act like it's zero responsibility and that it's outlandish to consider that maybe things could be different if these quarterbacks were utilized a different way, if the schemes were utilized a different way. But it's also not completely on Kyle Shanahan. He's trying to operate the best offense he can. This is how he sees it fit. And do you want him to operate a worse offense just to try to keep his quarterback healthy. And I don't think that's realistic. Either. But Kyle has to really, and he doesn't want to admit it, but we've actually heard him admit it in other interviews. That isn't like a post game or a press conference, conference type situation. There's that quote he had talking about. Um, I don't remember who he was talking to in, in the interview, but he was talking about Johnny Manziel and everybody was instantly like, he's talking about Trey Lance right now, you know? And, uh, and so he knows it like Kyle knows it, but he doesn't care. And so he has to he has to come with that, not that it's ridiculous that anybody would look at the 49ers and say you get injured more. There's got to be a reason. And he acts like there is no reason. Well, there is a reason, but clearly he doesn't care. He's trying to operate the best offense he sees fit and the health of of his quarterback is secondary. He's not trying to get him hurt, but he's not protecting him as much as maybe some other coaches might think they want to protect their quarterback.
1: When you hear George Kittle in the locker room rattle off how many quarterbacks he's had to play with in his tenure as a 49er and the only one season where he played with one quarterback the whole year, it's really wild, right? So guys are getting hurt. And if you go back kind of, you know, Kyle Shanahan's history, I, I think the one glaring one is probably RG3 and what yeah. happened with him and, and, and his injury history early on. I mean, what, what quarterback hasn't really gotten hurt for him, right, With that just played a lot of games for him, did not get hurt? Matt Ryan and... That's it. So I guess there is Matt Ryan where he could look to and say, hey, you know, two years, we played a lot of games, went to the Super Bowl, did all that. He did not get hurt. He didn't miss a game. So clearly it's more luck than or bad luck than my play calling because this quarterback over two years did not miss any time. At least that would be my, if I'm Kyle, that would be my argument.
0: Mm-hmm. It's a fair argument. And that's why we have to. We have to talk oh, Real quick, real quick. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Also,
1: though, and I just brought this up because Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan did get a hit on a deep drop uh, play action pass, fumble return for a touchdown in the Super Bowl. Oh,
0: right. And it was coming
1: right. from that, it was coming off that right side. Uh-huh. And that could have been the same thing that happened to Brock Purdy, where you're gone and, oh, your elbow gets hit a certain way, fumble. Because, I mean, that is what happened. That's what happened to Matt Ryan on that play. He just didn't get hurt. So again, similar play, play action, play style. Is it his play calling or, or is it just bad luck? I I don't know.
0: When, when you consider the, where the 40, you just, you just have to follow, you know, what the statistics tell you. And the statistics tell you that the 49ers are getting hurt more often. So there's something going on there. And I think anybody knows where, why, and how that's happening. And we've talked about it a lot. But the reality is it's in, there's a gray area here. There's context. There's a gray area. And a lot of times fans and uh, you know, certain, certain media members are wired a certain way. Certain fans are wired a certain way. And it's, it's an all or nothing proposition, right? But in reality, we live in a gray area. And there's a lot of context involved here with some of this stuff. And I think that's what we're talking about here with Kyle Shanahan. Will he learn to be maybe a little more conservative with how he protects his quarterbacks? So he doesn't have to continue to go through this. Does he not care at all? Will will this end up ruining his career as a as a head coach for the 49ers? Will they will they will they stumble through another season or two to the point where he he gets even blamed more and the 49ers can't get to the Super Bowl ultimately and win it, which is which is the goal, right? Or do we see a season where it's like, okay, well, now we just got a little bit better luck here. 49ers hoisting L- Lombardi, Trey Lance, Brock Purdy, whoever is holding it up, you win a title. Now Kyle Shanahan goes to the Andy Reid section, wing of the Hall of Fame instead of being Whoa. the coach. Can't win it all, right?
1: And one thing that he has shown, because there's a lot of people calling for his job, and we will talk about that, but the one year his quarterback did play every year, he did go to the Super Bowl and was a missed overthrow to Emmanuel Sanders from winning a Super Bowl, right? Mm-hmm. So... He would say, look, this is what it looks like when my guy plays. I just need them to figure out how to make it through the entire season.
0: So we're living in the gray area here on Locked On 49ers, trying to be as real as possible with all of these things. Is Kyle Shanahan perfect? No. Does Steph Curry hit every three? No. But he's the best shooter in the league, right? Uh, uh, Tom Brady, the greatest quarterback ever, congratulations on your retirement. He is not going to be a San Francisco 49er this year. Probably. Maybe 99.9%, right? You never know with Tom Brady or the 49ers. Um, he's – the greatest quarterback ever. He didn't win a Super Bowl every single year. You know they they fell short sometimes. They got beat sometimes. He threw some interceptions. He made some bad plays. You can be great. You can be good. You can be great at your job and not be perfect. And I think that's what we're talking about with Kyle Shanahan. And I think the 49ers are are pretty lucky to have who they have in charge of the team, even if they're not always perfect.
1: I think one thing is for sure. It really shows how difficult it is to win a Super Bowl.
0: Yes, absolutely. You need to be good and lucky at the same time in a lot of yeah. ways. Next, let's talk a little bit more about that press conference. Uh, maybe a hint of Trent Williams. Oh, no! Uh, that he might be closer to hanging him up than I think maybe Kyle Shanahan and many 40, pretty much every single 49er fan would like. And a lot more coming up on this episode of Locked On 49ers, which is brought to you by our friends at FanDuel. This year, the only app you need at your Super Bowl party is FanDuel, America's number one. Sportsbook. That's why we're so excited about our new sports betting partner because it is America's number one sports book, FanDuel. And if you're new to FanDuel, that's even better because there's so many great features and ways to make betting on sports fun and easy. The first thing that jumps out is just the website and the interface and the app is so fun, so easy to use. Make bets uh, super easy, super simple. Even build your own parlays at FanDuel. Of course, there's point spreads, money line, who will score the first, first touchdown in the Super Bowl. There's draft props at FanDuel. And if you download FanDuel now, you can bet Super Bowl 57 with a no sweat first bet. You'll get up to $3,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. And best of all, you get paid your winnings instantly at FanDuel. So join FanDuel today at FanDuel.com slash locked on to claim your no sweat first bet on Super Bowl 57. That's fanduel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL and now the Locked On Podcast Network. Speaking of the network, Croc, you are in Mobile, Alabama. Those of you that are watching on YouTube might notice his background is a little bit different. Uh, locked On is at the Senior Bowl in Mobile, Alabama, getting, giving you inside analysis from the hosts that cover the NFL's next generation in college and find out which NFL draft boards these players will be climbing All in one location, subscribe to Locked On NFL Draft for nightly live shows from the Senior Bowl, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, this week, 9 Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. And of course, we're going to get some Crocs insights on what he's seen at the Senior Bowl. They might pertain to your San Francisco 49ers since, you know, it is draft season. Kyle Shanahan wasn't worried about the comments from Trent Williams, who had a long, grueling season. He's in his 30s. He's going into his age 35 season now in the NFL And Kyle thinks that, ah, give him a couple weeks. When things get going, he'll be fired up for a new season. But Trent Williams started uh, to look at himself in the mirror and recognize his own mortality a little bit and might have been worn out by another long run to the NFC Championship. He's actually hurt for the NFC Championship last year. And does that worry you a little bit? You you do start to see with this team, okay, injured quarterbacks, the 49ers can't figure out their quarterback quite right, even though they've – won a lot of games still and you think you have a couple maybe you have zero maybe you have two maybe you have one right at quarterback but if you have none and then with all the the injuries that are that are team-wide really with the 49ers and guys that are banged up and Trent Williams who could hang them up soon your other offensive tackle Mike McGlinchey, is a free agent Um guys like George Kittle have, have put a lot of wear and tear on their bodies and, and, and Kittle's now hitting that 30-year-old threshold as well maybe the window isn't as wide open for as long as we think croc as it pertains to this team. So do you feel like there's some urgency going into this offseason to get back and pass the NFC championship and win a Super Bowl next year?
1: Well one thing's for sure is a lot harder to address that tackle position when you don't have a first round pick, second round pick, third round pick. Or you do have a third round pick, but it's a comp pick. So it's, it's damn like a fourth round pick. Right? Uh, so this would be not be an ideal spot to lose a guy like Trent Williams. And it is tough. You know you play a long season like that uh, I mean, shoes, I remember just you know going through training camp and just being like, "Oh my gosh!" Like if I got cut tomorrow, I you know, I, I wouldn't be upset because you're just exhausted. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now you know put what is it uh, 17 games plus the you know the three postseason games on top of that you know 20 games like dude that is a lot. That's a lot, especially on someone that's aging. Like he is old. I think we look at we look at Trent Williams, and he's played at such a high level. And we kind of forget, like, this dude's, like, 35, 36 years old or however old he is. Like, he, you know, so that's a lot. That's a lot that you're putting your body through. I'm 35 years old, and I know what it feels like after just working out. Now, again, I'm not this high-level NFL player, but I just work out, and it's like, dang, I feel it. I can only imagine just banging with all these young guys. Uh, wow, pause. Just, you know, blocking these young guys <laughs> for, you know, all season long and just – what it does to your body. It, that's got to be tough. I, I'd be thinking about retirement as well.
0: Um, yeah, no, I mean, it's fair. And, and he's had plenty. He, he's had plenty in. Actually, this is probably one of his healthiest seasons in his NFL career. He, 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 he's only played two 16 full regular seasons in his NFL career. Six, it was 16 games, now 17 game seasons. He's only done that twice in his NFL career. He's been in the league for 10 years. Like, you know, it, it, you take a pounding as an offensive lineman in the NFL and it, you may not notice it as much because guys can play a little bit more through pain because they don't have to move around as much. And they're not, um, you know, uh, out wide and, and carrying the football. So you might not notice their injuries as much, but man, it takes a toll on some of these guys and yeah, going deep into the playoffs every single year. And he's even had the, you know, even more medical history with, you know, the the misdiagnosis and everything that happened with him in Washington too. So And then the way the 49ers season ended, that had to be mentally taxing on every player on the 49ers. And we saw a couple of different reactions for for Trent Williams. It was kind of exhaustion. And for Jimmy Ward, it was going crazy as a free agent on Instagram live, kind of, you know, just reinforcing what we had already talked about with Jimmy Ward's probably not coming back to the 49ers. I don't know if anything he said was too crazy, but I want to talk about that next. But yeah, it was as it pertains to the 49ers and Trent Williams. um, you, You obviously you hope he doesn't, Hang him up because he's still the best tackle in the league. You hope he can keep going. But at some point, you have to realize, man, offensive tackle is a huge need for the 49ers. They don't have a lot of cap space, and they don't have any picks where you would normally take a starting offensive tackle. So they got to hit the trade market if that's the case. Um, they got to draft and develop, maybe get lucky. One of those fifth-round guys, I, I know it's, it's not unheard of, and the 49ers were able to utilize a, a fourth-round pick plus to, to trade for Trent Williams can they find another trade partner for the right tackle position uh maybe the left tackle position is something you got to keep an eye on so offensive tackles a need defensive tackle is a need you know maybe another pass rusher there was not super kind words talked about with Drake Jackson where they were like yeah he looked kind of good and then he kind of just couldn't play anymore like, <laughs> he
1: well, looked good, good until good. he didn't and and he yeah. lost all his strength and he sucked <laughs>
0: yeah that was like the rookie wall that, that was like one of the most obvious rookie walls I've ever heard of right with drake jackson and he wasn't like starting either so he didn't have enough reps to hit that rookie wall but we had talked about remember he's a little soft in the body like and and no offense like dude just a beast you know if i walked up next to him he's a he's an in shape highly trained athlete compared to a regular person but when you see defensive ends in the nfl it is just rocked up especially like those pass rushers right
1: well when you look at him standing next to Nick Bosa. Right. And, that's, yeah. and it's it's a little unfair, but it's like, well, you are next to him, you're on the same line as him. So yeah. you're just going to you're going to look at Nick and what he looks like, and then you look at Drake Jackson and you're like, eh, yeah. this don't look the same. <laughs> yeah,
0: another offseason. But we saw it last year with with um, with uh, 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 Aaron Banks. Aaron Banks changed his body in the offseason, right? So if he's wired the way where he's like I'm going to be ready this year, and he's 265, chiseled, ready to go in camp. I mean, that would be a great sign, you know, because it, he's it, got it, so much talent.
1: It takes a lot of discipline, like yeah. self-discipline. And uh, you, you want to go eat the chicken wings and the burgers and you want to do all that. But I bet you if you looked at what Nick Bosa, like his diet is probably very, very
0: disciplined. Yeah, and, and Nick Bosa talks about how he's just a really boring human being. Because all he cares about is football and what goes into football every second of every day right. and everything he eats. And it's like a lot of us human beings don't operate like that. We're like, I want to eat the good thing and maybe I'll work out too. You know, <laughs> you so- got to
1: challenge yourself though. If you're especially if you're Drake Jackson and you hear your head coach say those things about you, right? That has to be a wake up call. And the one, you know, the good thing about Kyle, though, that's not the first time he's heard it from Kyle. I can guarantee you that Kyle right. says, stands up there and says it. Kyle has said it to Drake Jackson as well. He knows. So, so that should be that, all right, like this offseason, I am like, hey, Nick, do you have a spare bedroom? Can I just come stay with you? I really need this offseason. Yeah, dude. Of course, man.
0: <laughs> uh, and, yeah. And it's his first NFL offseason too. So I think that'll help. And, you know, he fluctuated weight so much in college because of what he was asked to do. And then draft prep. It's just it's it's a weird situation for rookies in the NFL. So and look, he's not the first guy to go in Kyle Shanahan's doghouse. We usually hear about it with the offensive side of the ball. Uh, but he, he's not the first guy to go in Kyle Shanahan's doghouse. And we've also seen people come out of Kyle Shanahan's doghouse. So and now it's All up to right. three. Next, let's talk Jimmy Ward. Pretty much guaranteeing that he won't be back with the San Francisco 49ers. Next today's episode brought to you by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is Daily Fantasy made easy and what's so easy about prize picks well you're not picking an entire team you're just picking two to six players if they score more or less than their prize picks projection you can win up to 25 your money on that entry and it's every day that's the beauty about daily fantasy right because whether it's the super bowl or nba or major league baseball or nhl We're talking golf tournaments. We're talking college hoops. The tournament's coming up here pretty soon. March Madness. There is soccer, WNBA, eSports, NASCAR, tennis, MMA, boxing. You name it, you can find projections at prize picks. And you're not playing against a bunch of sharks. You're not playing against a bunch of people. You're not putting together an entire team. You just go to the look at the projections at prize picks and think, man, I think Tiger Woods is going to shoot under that. So I'm picking that. And I think that uh, Patrick Mahomes is Faking an ankle injury, he's going to go big in the Super Bowl. So we're going to go more than his passing yards, right? And then if you hit it, you win it. Entries can be made in less than 60 seconds, and Price Picks is currently operational in 30 states, including Canada. So download the Price Picks app or go to pricepicks.com. Sign up to play daily fantasy sports, and first-time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code LOCKEDON. Don't forget to enter promo code LOCKEDON at sign up for an instant Deposit match up to $100. Speaking of Kyle Shanahan being bluntly honest with his players, I love the insight from Jimmy Ward on his IG Live on Tuesday night. Talking about uh, how he was pretty upset, and I think we knew that. We'd, we'd, we, you could tell even in his play on the field, but it had been reported that you know he wasn't necessarily happy about losing his free safety job to, to Sean Gibson and being moved to the nickel spot. He's told, he told us. Dur- during
1: that time, someone asked him a question about it. it. It was right around there, and it was very clear he did not want to
0: play the position. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it was painfully obvious. And so he talked to Kyle Shanahan about it. And so Kyle Shanahan is like, okay, you want to play nickel? Well, do you want to sit on the bench then? And I think it's hilarious. I think it's hilarious from both sides that, that Jimmy Ward's telling us about it and that that's what the response from Kyle Shanahan. And some people would point to Kyle and say, oh, he's not a good leader because he's not propping his players up. But I, I think we know that this is Kyle. And if he's going to answer questions to a reporter a certain way and – Uh, be a little bit annoyed by some questions he's a pretty honest guy i think he's going to be even more brutally honest to his players inside the locker room so yeah drake jackson knows and yeah jimmy ward knew and the question i have is did they not like something about jimmy ward that he would lose his job or they just thought it was better for the teams like this guy's playing good so you got to play nickel sorry
1: I, i think the defense was just rolling gibson was out there making plays and how do you remove him i mean gibson had more interceptions In this season than you've ever seen from ward in any one year now i'm not saying interceptions is the end-all be-all and oh you're so amazing because you're getting interceptions but hey man dudes out there making plays who playing extremely well it's like we we we're not going to disrupt this chemistry that the secondary has going on and this uh uh, defense in general so i understand it whereas like all right but we're still going to find a way to put our best 11 guys on the field nickel was a spot for him it was very clear early on that he just wasn't embracing it and i was like uh it's not looking good with him at nickel and i remember bringing that up but then as the season went on and i think you could see him embrace it and he looked like jimmy ward again and he's talking trash and he's doing that and i'm like okay he's back and he and he finished the season very strong at the nickel spot
0: Mm -hmm. i don't remember which game it was but i remember us talking about how he didn't look right wasn't playing well teams were targeting him in the slot and that clearly he didn't want to be there. And then I remember Chiefs game. Was, I think it was, the oh, Chiefs that game. was a bad one. That was a bad one all around. Bosa was bad in that. They were also injured on top of it. But then later on in the season, I remember giving him a game ball because he was yeah. playing so much better and he was owning the spot. So good on Jimmy for that. So it sounds like he's probably going to want to try to sign somewhere to play safety. Tayshawn Gibson is a free agent as well for the 49ers. I think it's pretty clear they'll try to bring him back and shouldn't be too priced out by what he's asking for. Um the question is with with Jimmy Ward is does he want to be back with the 49ers even offer him a deal or is he gone gone because the 49ers do have some some uh reserves waiting to go, Sammy Womack, fifth round pick from last year, uh, a Contreras Knight was the defensive practice squad player of the year for the 49ers he can play some nickel can play some safety could be a versatile piece for the 49ers obviously they have a ton of draft picks from basically pick 100 on 10 picks in this draft so they can definitely pick up a safety and and crock we talked yesterday about how D'Amico Ryans could be plucking some guys from the 49ers Daniel Bullock's the safety coach seems to have been doing a really good job because last year it was tart we're like ah, we sure we're gonna go with this fifth round guy and Hufanga turned out great Jimmy Ward's hurt "Ah, let's bring up Let's bring Tayshawn Gibson up off the street. Yep, we're fine. So should we just stop worrying about the safety position altogether?
1: I have stopped worrying about really just positions in general. I look at the, what's the outcome? What's the production? And so far, the outcome and the production of whatever they've done has, for the most part, worked out in their favor. So it's, it's not good for as far as like a content creator, because we're supposed to nitpick at everything that they do. But it's hard don't. to argue with a lot of the results that they've gotten. So I just, when the 49ers were three and four this year, whatever they were at that time, and they had a losing record, and everybody's like, oh, my gosh, hell is freezing over. And I'm like, well, I, I can't worry about this because I saw them three and five the year before. And they went to an NFC championship game. Like, they've just shown us that they're extremely resilient, and they figure it out. So there are certain things that, you know, I'm not going to, oh, man, this, this one guy. Uh, no, I'm, I'm pretty sure they got somebody. <laughs> and, and they did.
0: Uh, the last bit here from Jimmy Ward, and, and there was a ton from it, but um, he said the 49ers have a quarterback problem. He didn't really go too deep into why, though. And he said some nice things about Brock Purdy. What's the quarterback problem? Just that they're hurt right now? No. Or is he saying that Trey Lance ain't the dude?
1: No, I just think they don't. It, most normal situations, you just have a quarterback. Like, this this is our quarterback, and Every year, you know, this is the guy that's going to be leading us. And the 49ers, it almost feels like from week to week, just don't know. So that's a huge quarterback issue, no matter who it is, whether it's a Brock Purdy or Trey Lance or Jimmy G or Josh Johnson, whoever, they they just do not know. And if I'm the, the thing that they can lean on is, well, we have Kyle Shanahan, so we'll be all right. But that's not, I mean, that, if you're trying to sell that to someone, that's extremely difficult. Like, let's say you're a free agent, right? And the 49ers have earned the right to, you know, have the benefit of doubt when it comes to free agents. But what do you tell a free agent? If they say, all right, you know, let's say a receiver. Say you want to get a free agent receiver, which maybe they don't because they got with Jennings and IU can Debo, but who, like, all right, who's throwing me the ball? Uh, you know, I don't know, but we'll figure it out. Like, how do you sell that to a guy?
0: We got two starters. We're not sure which one's going to be but we got to right. start. That's what Kyle Shanahan said in yeah. the press. And, and I will say it's pretty clear, like Tom Brady retirement. There's not a lot of good fits out there for the 49ers. They got dudes that they believe in that they spent uh, one guy that spent a lot of resources in drafting and the other guy who put some damn good film out there and that the locker room believes in In Brock Purdy. Like it, it's it's Brock and it's Trey. It's Brock, it's Purdy Brock and his Brock
1: Trey. That's it. I, I think that they are very comfortable with that, right? Like with at the end of the day, if if let's say there's a setback with Brock Purdy and Trey Lance has to be a guy, well, we've won a game with him. I mean, obviously limited starts, but we'll we'll be fine. All right, but if you have uh, Brock, well, we know. I mean, we've won a bunch of games with him, so that's probably the more ideal situation for them. The issue is he's hurt. Like Brock is hurt, can't throw football uh, for the next three months, and it has to build up to be able to really throw a football.
0: They don't have anybody that could that could play a game that's under contract.
1: Right. Like if there was a game, sure. if there was a game Saturday, yeah, who who would play? I think maybe what? Jimmy Garoppolo?
0: <laughs> Jim, yeah, Jimmy would maybe have been forced into action unhealthy. And of course, J- Josh Johnson. But now that the season's over, they literally don't have those guys either because they're free agents.
1: Right. So, so they
0: got nothing. They got zero quarterbacks uh in phase one that can do anything. So that's
1: quarterback. a quarterback issue.
0: Right. Yeah. So that's fair. It's totally fair what Jimmy what Jimmy Ward's saying.
1: And it's not one of those situations, let's say uh, I'm trying to think of a guy who got hurt late in the year, a quarterback. Um, I don't know. Okay, let's say uh, uh, Deshaun Watson when he was with the Texans, right? Remember his rookie year he came in. He's throwing a bunch of touchdowns. He tears his ACL, and he probably missed a bunch of offseason program, or maybe he wasn't as involved. But they knew. Well, that's our guy. Right. I think right now, the 49ers, because of the Trey Lance dynamic, and then, oh, and Brock, Brock Purdy, and he plays so well, and he could be our guy. I just think you just don't know. And to me, that's, that's a problem.
0: Yeah, and it doesn't mean they can't be good. They might be great. It, Trey Lance, if he – I've said this before. If Trey Lance beats out Brock Purdy, and it, Brock Purdy's healthy, and Trey Lance is better – that is awesome for the 49ers. They got a stud-ass quarterback, right? Because Brock Purdy is already looking pretty darn good. And I would bet money, like, obviously, elbow notwithstanding, if if Brock Purdy's arm is the same at least, and there's been, you know, a lot of players in baseball that get this surgery and get their elbow fixed, and they do so much rehab, they make everything else stronger, and they actually come back throwing a little bit harder. Um, and, you know, who knows, maybe it ruins his arm, and, he, and he's never the same, and then he's probably a backup player just because wow, he's an cool. extra arm. Right. Um, but... Very likely, you know, with modern science, he's going to come back. He's going to be throwing the ball just fine, and that's like, I, I I would bet my mortgage that Brock Purdy is at basically the Kirk Cousins tier at minimum in the NFL. Like I've seen enough of him to be like, this dude's legitimately good. He's a starting NFL quarterback, and that's your floor. You know that maybe he won't be ready to start camp, but what what, do you, I mean, what if he comes back in week three? Fine. That's you got Kirk Cousins on your roster essentially, right? Well, Whenever, well. In, well. And Trey Lance
1: could be better. And if it's
0: not Trey Lance, you got Kirk Cousins, essentially.
1: Yeah. Lance can be – I look at it as you're playing with house money. Yeah. Right? Because of how well Brock Purdy played. So I was like, at the end of the day, we have a starting quarterback. We just need him to have his elbow right. Yeah. But in the meantime, we have this other guy that does have a, a bunch of talent. Can he figure it out? And if he does, then, oh, man, we're better off for it. If he doesn't, well, it doesn't really matter because we have this guy brock purdy who we just won seven eight straight games with or whatever it was and he played very well and he was efficient and he ran the offense and he, he does these everybody loves him and i hear george kittle talk about him so to me you're playing with house money uh this is an ideal situation and that's how i kind of worded it on twitter i tweeted out this is an ideal situation for trey and the team because you don't have to worry about uh this whole back and forth thing throughout OTAs <laughs> you know Brock Purdy's kind of out the picture Trey you get all the reps and what are you going to do with it and if yep. you stink all right whatever because we still have a guy but at least we know you stink and we can figure out what to do from there but if you do well then all right we got a competition we still know we have a starter on Brock Purdy but let's see how this competition looks like and if Trey does win then great great if he doesn't I know I'll be fine. I know you'll be fine. I'm pretty sure all the fans will be fine because Brock Purdy mm-hmm. will be your starting quarterback, and you'll be good.
0: That's right. the The only disaster scenario is if Trey Lance turns out not to be that guy, and Brock Purdy's injury is worse, and it's Tommy Ugh, don't instead. Don't even say that. Or right, and so the the ers are going to bring in some quarterbacks. They're going to bring in a couple guys. They'll bring in a veteran who, on the cheap, who probably knows the offense. Probably Nate Sudfeld or Crock.
1: Nick Mullins.
0: <laughs> right. Nick Mullins has already had the same exact surgery. The Brock Purdy's had knows yeah. the offense. Who better to bring into that room than Nick Mullins? Not a threat to be the starting guy if those guys are legit, right? Can play some games for you. So Nick Mullins, Nate Sudfield. I'd be shocked if one of those two guys doesn't sign for the 49ers in the offseason. Draft a guy late, undrafted free agent. You need a you know rookie camp arm or whatever. Maybe you find another Purdy. So I think that's, that's the path to me for the 49ers. It's Trey, and it's Brock, and,
1: let's and see. it's Croc.
0: And it's Croc, yes. It's P Crock. <laughs> It's Brock, it's Trey, it's Brock, and it's P. Croc. And, of course, we'll be back with you tomorrow. Talk a little bit more about some of those Senior Bowl prospects. Who would look good in the 49ers, Scarlet and Gold. Talk to you then, right here, Lockdown 49ers.